The Sea of Monsters, Chapter 5. I get a new cabin mate. Ever come home and find your room messed up? Like some helpful person, hi mom, has tried to clean it and suddenly can't find anything? And even if nothing is missing, you get that creepy feeling like somebody's been looking through your closet, stuff, and dusting everything around. I'm Ava. I'm Eve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so yeah. much to us as kids. Welcome back. <laughs> to Return to Camp Half-Blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, today we are analyzing chapters five and six of The Sea of Monsters. Uh, I get a new cabin mate and... Demon Pigeon's Attack. Look, I actually pulled it up so I would know the chapter title. Yeah, you did. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Responsibility. (laughs) And our theme theme this week is privilege. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Also, I don't know if you've noticed yet, but um, we all do be having mics now. (laughs) Even though my mic is literally my my earbuds mic, but it's okay. It's unimportant. (laughs) We all have professional setups. Of course. Because we are professionals. We yes. are absolutely professionals. We even yes. have a Patreon, which you can subscribe to uh, <laughs> through the link in our bio. Look at me. Ooh. Look at me plugging. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of Patreon, but not speaking at all, it's my turn to do the summary. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Patreon, but literally not speaking about it in any way. <laughs> Does All right. Want to pull up a timer for me? Sure. Let me. Uh, um. <laughs> oh my god! I already had a little fifteen-second one pulled up. Okay. Ooh, let but me it's just... thirty seconds. It's thirty seconds. It's thirty seconds. Oh ha ha! This is not our King Chronicle series. Oh, ha, ha. I but almost if you made a grave Listen mistake. to the King Chronicle series where we do fifteen-second recaps. Should pay us some. Oh my god. <laughs> I have plugged the Patreon like three times already. Look at so me. Many. We were saying we had to plug it more, and I've already succeeded. True. All right. <sighs> you, wait, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, you're born ready. Um, three, two, one, go. Okay, we get back to camp. Chiron, he's a bye-bye. Um, Annabeth swears on the river sticks to protect Percy. Uh we meet Tantalus. Uh, he's a dick, but um, he is Caravan's replacement. Uh, Tyson is uh, Percy's half-brother. Um, they have chariot races again, and uh, Tyson and Percy compete together, and then they get attacked by a bunch of metal birds, and they save the day, but Clarice gets the credit. I finished. That was good. <laughs> Wow. I'm a little scared because there was a lot that happened. There was a lot. I, can I say I didn't expect it to happen? Like, (laughs) like you just soared above. I exceeded your expectations. You really did. Blew me away. Truly. Wow. That was one of your best, Brayden, I must say. That was was very good. I was really proud of that. Especially because it was like, I, again, I I listened to the audio books because I do. But that was a whole <laughs> hour of um, audiobook. Like, each then, chapter was... This was is one of the weeks where I didn't, um, but I can imagine that. They were, they were long. I Because I 
read it in a time crunch and I was like, oh, pages 48 to 84. That Okay. <laughs> almost did not finish, but I did. I know. I, I can't find my copy of Sea of Monsters. I almost bought one the other day, but my brother is just insisting we have it somewhere. So we'll have see. her. This one's actually in pretty good condition, I must say. My Lightning Thief was pretty beat up, but I have this one and I have the Titan's Curse waiting for when we're done. With this. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for Titan's Curse. Like, that's my favorite. Titan's Curse, I also have to find. Like, I can, I can see Battle of the Labyrinth, the Kane Chronicles mm. books, Last Olympian, Lost mm. Hero, Lightning Thief. They're all sitting right here. I don't know where Sea of Monsters or Titan's Curse is. But mm-hmm. my last Olympian is beat up as well. <laughs> I think my lightning is probably the most <laughs> That's legit. It was not a joke, I must say. It's okay. Okay. But we all have books like that, right? <laughs> right. At least one. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> all right, folks. What do we forget about these chapters? <sighs> I forgot so much about this whole book. I just forgot when things happened. Um, Mm. Like, I forgot now was the time that the birds came. But also, I forgot, like, I don't know, sort of like the the whole Tantalus feast deal, um, Mm. which I thought was very funny. Like... I just, I just want to talk about Tantalus for a second. Yeah, and let's the fact do it. That, he, that he takes Chiron's job. So they're like, oh, Chiron is not fit to do this job he's been doing for centuries. Let's give it to this guy who fed his son to the gods. Yeah. Right? That's, that, that was Tantalus, right? Yeah. Like he he mm-hmm. fed his son to the gods when they came yep. to his house. And then he was like, yep. ha ha. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is a minor detail, but I did forget that he was wearing a prison uniform, and that's a little weird. Like, at least give him new clothes. Like, why was he, like, in the first scene, at least, that he talks to Percy and Tyson, he do be wearing a orange jumpsuit, like, from mm-hmm. a prison. And, like, maybe if you want him to be, a, a, like, a person of authority, give him a new fit, you know? <laughs> that's it's like true. These gods really do be hating their kids. Like they do. They punish one of the other gods to go take care of them, and yeah. then they punish Tantalus. Like this is supposed Period. to be like a worse punishment than he was already enduring. <laughs> In the yeah, fields of punishment. Like that's insane. Rude. Rude. It begs the question: Like, what do they think of Chiron? Then, <laughs> you know, right. Like, I thought he was revered, but okay. And then we find out also that, like, Chiron might die, like, if he's not doing his duty, remember? Yeah, it's, like, vaguely alluded to. It was... They only bring it up for, like, a second, and they're like, wait, aren't you attached to the camp? And he's like, anyways, I'm going to go visit... He's like, I'm just going to go to the Everglades. I was like, of course you are. I'll be in the Everglades. Talk to you soon. That seems like the worst punishment to like have to go live in the Everglades. The Everglades. <gasps> like you'd think, you would think, okay, you'd think a lot because this was set in New York. You'd be like, they just go up to the Adirondacks, right? Where there are yeah. lots of trees and mountains. And no, <laughs> Everglades. 
Florida just, men. It's just too humid. Yeah. That's just too Florida humid. men. They have they have I'm a lot of hair too. Like they have the hair on their head, but they're yeah, for real. Hair. It's everywhere. Yeah. The humidity, I can't imagine. Oh god, for real. Imagine, like you know, um, how it's like kind of a moral um, sin to like walk in water wearing jeans. Um, a moral sin i don't know if that's how i describe it but like i agree no i think it's accurate i like that description it's it's a little redundant but i i just wanted to communicate the fact that it is an ungodly action yeah i feel like they that's like suffering like walking in like swamp with fur (laughs) (laughs) no i agree yeah anyway that was my contribution <laughs> anyway, that's my contribution. I will yeah. be leaving now. <laughs> Leave Zoom call. That's all <laughs> she needed to say. It's true. I my problem is so I do take take notes, but I don't understand what any of them mean. Right? Oh, that's a little counterintuitive. <laughs> oh, okay. So this note was um the biggest collab since telephone. And I was like, what is this about? Like, what is this in reference to? It's in reference to um, An- uh, when Annabeth and Percy are making the chariot together. And they're like, your your mom invented the chariot and my dad invented the horse. Right. So, like, was this before big- Telephone? Hold up. Your, what year was Sea of Monsters published? That's a really good question. 2006. Um, 2006. So this was the biggest collab pre-telephone. Pre- Ooh. Or it said it was it was like copyright in 2006. That's what I always count. Um, so the biggest collab since me, mm, me Against the Music. When did that drop? This is just me trying to think of a collab that... I know, I'm trying to think of like a... Madonna and Britney Spears dropped... I don't like that. I think after... Wait. Since... Um, so you're going to hear that play. When does oh, I'm just going to go with like uh, Sunny and Cher. We're amicable. <laughs> in the zone, Britney Spears was released in 2003. So the biggest collab since Be Against the Music, Britney and Madonna... And also, I got you, babe. <laughs> Is that a collab though? Like they were partners. It's in. It's in. It's a collab. Ava has a point. Being partners just means you're collabing all the time. Like you're in the business of it. I suppose. I suppose you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, Percy Jackson. <laughs> right. Um. Him. The cave is. Him. <laughs> I did forget that Tyson was claimed in this chapter, but also like I remembered it as we went. Like at the beginning, I was like Tyson, Cyclops. How does that? Uh, oh, <laughs> I like that Percy though in this chapter points out the fact as like I've been real stupid. Like I yeah. should have made this connection like chapters ago. Like the yeah. second I found out <laughs> he was a Cyclops. A cyclopes, as they're called in the 
the audiobook is it's pronounced Cyclopes. That's I stupid. Hell? I that sounds it. so incorrect. That's dumb because here's why. Cyclopes Cyclops is singular. And if you're talking English pronunciation, Cyclops is plural. But if you're talking Greek pronunciation, plural is like Cyclopes or something. Where, where in that is Cyclopes or Cyclopes well, or whatever? Because if it's written, it's written in the book pluralized. So it'd be it's just Cyclops. Cyclopses. No, it's just Cyclops, I think. I, like, I think they pronounce the same way. The audiobook was just foolish. Well, you wouldn't pronounce it Cyclops if there is an S at the end. No matter what, if that's uh-huh. grammatically correct or not. No, it's just, it's pr- like singular is Cyclops with no E before the S, but plural is Cyclops with an E before the S. So like they're said the same, but it's that's just, not what? That can't be right. Yeah, it is. Why? Why would the E disappear? The E? No, the E makes it plural. <laughs> I, i'm so confused it does <laughs> I don't, right i don't know what's happening anymore we just got too far down the grammar train and i got lost yeah i can't i can't imagine yeah anyways yeah see wait <laughs> wait this is not a visual medium <laughs> but i did <laughs> type in cyclops plural and it said that and that's how it's written in the book. Yes, Cyclopses. No, there's n- there's one S there. Yes, but it's still pronounced. No. It's cycl- or Cyclopes. Like, y- you still pronounce the S. I was pronouncing Wait, the S before. Cyclops. Wait. Cyclops. You know what the problem is? We <laughs> both have an S, but you add an E. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but the E needs to bring like the E has to be in there. So maybe Cyclopses is right. I don't think so. I just think for the like audiobook, you can't tell. So they were probably like, how do we make up for it? I guess we have to pronounce it wrong. But how can Cyclops with no E be pronounced the same way as Cyclops with an E? Because it I think it wouldn't be. No, because I think it would be Cyclopses. See, no. I was. I this is what confused me. I was confused that the e disappears, but you're right. I just couldn't fathom why because it doesn't make sense. It Maybe like cyclops. Sense. No, cyclop, cyclopes, cyclopes. Because no, it, I still because think it, it couldn't would be. It couldn't. It definitely isn't cyclopses because that would be cyclops with an es after after the s. Yes, I think it's literally just like based on how the. Greeks like it, it was probably just like a Greek form of pluralization and then like they were like oh that sucks that it doesn't work in English because it sounds the same I'm gonna so you know those videos where like how to pronounce it yeah I mean in my mythology class like my teacher always video, said just cyclops video, for plural so I got it from her but the there could be a different pronunciation like cyclops <laughs> Period, <Cyclops>. I guess. <laughs> Cyclops? Cyclops? <laughs> Cyclops. 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 So Cyclops or Cyclops? See, that yeah. doesn't make sense either. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, I just, I learned it from my mythology teacher from senior year of high school. Like, she would just always say it the same. I think it's just because, like, it was based on a primarily written language. I don't know. Primarily written language? 
they spoke ancient Greek. Of course they spoke ancient Greek, but I think when a lot of myths were written down, people read them. Like it, like that was kind of the primary modus, you know, storytelling. All right. I guess the person we blame is Homer, right? Yes. Because he's the one who'd be writing about the cyclops. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys just hear the, I just cut this out. Did you guys just hear the thunder in the background? No. Okay, good. I just want to make sure because there was just thunder and I don't want it to like thunder. be here. The but there was thunder. thunder. Boom. <laughs> it's Zeus. And the thunder. It's Zeus. He's mad. We're talking about He's cyclops. mad that we can't figure out. He's mad that we can't <laughs> pronounce cyclops. Oh. <laughs> uh, Funny. Oh my God. So speaking of cyclops, speaking of Tyson, um, the moment at the end of these chapters at the, uh, where he goes, I will be a good monster, and then you don't have to be mad. Yeah. I it was so sad. <laughs> it made me so sad. When I tell you, I cried. I did. I that was it. so upsetting. I was, I was, like, tearing up, like, rereading my notes about it. I will yeah. be a good monster. Oh, my God. <sighs> uh... You guys made the exact same noise there at the exact same time. It hurts. <laughs> You're welcome. I did I forget it. that Percy's a skater boy. Yeah, he did say he see you later, boy. boy. He said see you later, boy. <laughs> she was wasn't good enough for her. Yeah. But he is good enough for her. They belong together. Percy they and Elizabeth. Belong together. Uh. They do. They Aww. do. They do. <laughs> Good that anyway. we've come to this conclusion. Glad we're staying on topic. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, these are my favorite episodes, though, where we get off topic. Yeah, we did. We did go down that that cyclopes train for a, for a bit. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not entirely off topic. Like, it's still sort of what we're supposed to be talking about. True, it's, it's about the book. About no the book. Else, no one else. Is matters. so irrelevant, but I need to bring up the fact that Tantalus's barbecue committed suicide. Yeah. It's a, it just hopped off the plate uh, and went into the fire. Yeah. I wonder who and, they um, gave it to. Very <laughs> funny. Yeah. Also, this is also irrelevant, but I think we have a, a theme here. Um I loved all the Apollo cabin representation here in these huge <laughs> They are so mean, though. They're so what? They're mean, though. The I mean, and- everyone's a little mean in the chariot races. No, right? I know. I, I I just like yeah. noticed that the Apollo and Aphrodite cabins were both represented m- more in these chapters, and they're both bitches. I know. <laughs> it's like the t- and we love right that, now. and we love that. We do oh, love yeah. it. It's it's representative. <laughs> exactly. No, it's like the TikTok audio. It's like, it's just us, the two bitches. <laughs> the two bitches, the are, two left. bitches are, two left. are left. Everyone hates us. <laughs> I think it's very funny. Uh, anyway. I also, I, I noticed that, that, so they're talking about Cronus, and Percy really just can't get down this, like, don't say people's names rule. Like yeah. the amount that this happened, I can't judge him for that. I would forget that too. But like, so like, we spent the entire first book being like, Percy, don't. And then he yeah. starts off this book still trying to do 
And I think I'm pretty sure he continues through the rest of the series doing. I would forget too, though. Like you just want to refer to it as what it is. That's true. But you have to be like the kindly ones or like something like. <laughs> he who must not be named. I, I was thinking really? that. I was like Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh my God. Okay. We're not trying to scare anybody here today. I am. Okay. <laughs> just the, Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to share another one of my notes, which was just in all caps, climbing wall, climbing wall. <laughs> uh, because we have talked about this before in the Sea of Monsters movie, that opening with the climbing wall is very good. It's it's very good. It's the best part, in my opinion, I think. Um, that was redundant. But in a similar vein, um, I just want to talk about how Clarice is a badass, but also very well-intentioned in terms of like, she wants to help the camp. She wants to save the camp. And she's like, I won great, but like, guys, (laughs) we need to save the camp. And I'm like, (laughs) Clarice is doing fantastic in these chapters. I must say she does do good. I feel like reading this as a child, I like couldn't get over her being a bully in the first book. Nah, I thought she was a badass. (laughs) Like, I don't think I was ever really able to accept her character growth when I read it the first time, but like mm. I'm already seeing it so immediately. Oh, excuse me yeah. right here. And, um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, another thing I forgot. Connor and Travis stole are not twins. I know. I thought they were <laughs> twins. Their mom, their mom banged Hermes twice. Wow. I really, really thought they were twins too. That is so funny. Either their mom is like like does a good job, like she's like a like a myth for the gods, or she got that wow. All right. Okay. So that's gonna be it for us this week. You Thank you so much week. for listening. Yeah. Um <laughs> we're at Return to Camp on every platform. We'll be see you later. No themes, we'll be immediately shutting down. <laughs> actually the end that line really made us have to go into retirement thank you so much for listening though thank you for the ten dollars this is our finale (laughs) anyways brayden what were you gonna say after that um i don't know just that she she got a god coming back for more and i yeah she do either she's a milf or like he just enjoyed and herbie's got a lot of kids for like yeah. yeah for him to come back it's impressive right yeah mad respect i need some advice from her oh yeah mad <laughs> she, she could tell you things i'm sure she could she, could tell you things stories. i'd like to meet her miss miss stole i feel like she'd wear a stole i know it's spelled differently but i know she'd wear like a mink stole you know just walk around <laughs> I love that. Like, what if you it's know. Nicole Kidman? Like, just a thought. <laughs> what if it is Nicole Kidman? I don't know how that makes sense with their last name, but name change. Name. There we go. She solved mm-hmm. it. Name precisely. It's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. <sighs> All right. The theme of privilege. Mm. Where did we see mm. it? I saw it so many places. Go. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. The one I'm going to start off with is... Uh, the privilege of being able to go to camp because it like they talk about in these books how there are a lot of demigods and a lot of them don't make it like old enough to go to camp or like aren't able to make it to camp. So the people who are able to make it to camp really like are privileged because they're they are able to find out who they are and they're able yeah. to train and protect themselves and actually uh, live yeah yeah going off of that the privilege to then not just get to camp but then find out who you are like the hermes cabin is so big because then some people never find out who they are and you know both percy and tyson because tyson was in this chapter so that's why i'm going to mention it but like percy was claimed after a few days tyson was claimed the first day he was there you know and it, it was for purposes of like keeping tyson there and stuff like just so like we know what you know so he wasn't like exiled but still like some kids never get claimed by their parent. And so we see that become a, a huge theme of these books too. Like uh, a huge part of the the war with the Titans, the reason a bunch of demigods join them is because they they hate the gods because they haven't been claimed or or don't have the respect of being having the privilege of being the child of a god of a bigger like major god um and we also see the privilege like there's like tiers of it too like the big three obviously like are regarded as the most powerful demigods and then there's certain gods who are like regarded as like oh it's better to be a child of this god because like they're cooler like kind of you know not because they're cooler but yeah, and then and then you have like the children of the minor gods who are just shunned. They don't even get their own cabins. Yeah, I just it was a good point, and it's a like a really good point in these books. But anytime I think about, anytime I think about it, I just think of like. Mommy doesn't love me and daddy is a god. Oh my god. Busy, 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 busy being a god. Yeah. You never listen to me. Never listen. Like it's such a it's such a prevalent and important theme in the entire series of that resentment, and they really reduced it down to busy, 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 busy being a god. Yeah. Like not even that busy being gods. Like, what do they actually do? Like control the forces That's of the true. universe. true. It's like the British monarchy. What do they do? <laughs> what an weird and unnecessary, like weird and like strangely connected jab at the British right. monarchy. <laughs> right. Like, what do they do? It's the prime minister. Great point. Thank you. <laughs> but they could. The Queen of England has so much power. Like that, she, like if she wanted to fuck shit up, she could fuck. She could. Shit up. She could fuck shit up. But here's the thing: I think she just fucked shit up at an animal shelter by adopting like eighty corgis. Like I think that was her, like her reign in action. You know what? I respect. I do respect. I have respect. Indeed. Other places we saw privilege. <laughs> um. The. 
Chiron doesn't have the privilege of being a god, even though he's been training these uh, half bloods for eons. Um, yeah. It is older than the gods, but like yeah. only has a more immortality, like conditionally. Like if mm. he's running the camp, he gets to stay alive. But like if he don't, <laughs> too bad, too sad. Yeah, true. I don't know if I'd consider this like a privilege, but there's definitely like an aspect of privilege and like what the various gods' backgrounds are as it connects to like how good you will be at chariot racing. I, <laughs> like so, Hephaestus guys are going to be great. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I wanted, I wrote a note down that I wanted to talk about it. Like with their godly powers, what's the difference between privilege and advantages? That's the, yeah. Yeah. Cause like they all have their own different advantages. Like they're all good at different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but when is it, when is it individual like skills and talents and when is it a privilege like, mm-hmm. to have this? Yeah. Yeah. What what do we think? What is the difference there? I don't know. I think for for things like being a demigod where like you do have a thing, it's just like what it happens to be. Um, I think it's really circumstantial Um, Mm. because everyone, like you can't create a playing field because everyone's just different to begin with, even though everyone does have something um, to be leveled against like someone else or to like use their advantage or like something else that someone doesn't have. Um, And like, that's the whole point. It's just like in different situations, like, I feel like if you're living in, like you live through a war and you're a kid of like Aphrodite and then like your best friend's a kid of Athena, like the Athena one's probably going to know how to handle a lot of things better. Um, And I guess in that way it would be a privilege, but I think it's very circumstantial. Yeah. So do we think like privilege is having something that anyone else could have and an advantage isn't is like not necessarily something that other people may have you know hmm. I feel like it might be the other way around does that make sense explain further uh, it's not in this like ex- I guess it's not really in this world it's not very easy. I think in like regular life, I think advantages are something that you all have that we could all have. If we, if we worked for something, we could get an advantage, but yeah. privilege is something you just have. Yeah. Okay. Oh Okay. I know what you're saying now. Yeah. I, I agree. I think like, I think the difference between advantage and privilege is privilege is an advantage you have because of something systemic yes i was going to say i feel like advantage is on a small scale yeah like exactly and like because if you think about it in in regards to the chariot racing 
I'm going to try and connect this and it might be a jumble of words, but we're going to try. Mm-hmm. All of them have their own advantages. Yeah. Like all of the cabins have their own advantages. The Hephaestus cabin has the privilege that this is a game made tailored, that this is a game tailored towards their advantages. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That, okay. There it I'm is. glad that made sense. <laughs> Yeah, cause I think advantage is just like it's partially a synonym for, but I also feel like it's just a part of privilege. Yeah, I know that. That's what I was trying to flesh out: is like when are they the same, and when are they different? Yeah, because like yeah, they and they all have an advantage. Advantages provided by being demigods, but due to the system that they've created, where certain demi, certain of those advantages are valued more. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, and that's part, yeah, part of the privilege of the other. It's systemic, yeah. Oh, look at us. Nice. Look at that. Oh. We did discussing it. themes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think I feel like all of my privilege notes like went back to this like central idea of like parentage, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just keep looking at the I will be a good monster, and then you don't have to be mad. <laughs> no, and crying. Yeah. Not to bring it up again, but um. No, it's so sad. It's so But Tyson's sad. Tyson's privilege is interesting because he's a monster, but at the same time a child of the big three. Like that should mm-hmm. be a that should be a privilege, but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. Is like it- when Percy got there, everyone was like, holy shit. Like everyone thought he was I mean like a loser, but like he <laughs> everyone was like, Wow, that's really powerful and rare. They weren't like, let's kick him out you know yeah i mean that's like it raises a point about intersectionality where it's like you can be mm-hmm. privileged in some ways but um not have privilege in others mm-hmm. and like they obviously like a lot of them have learning disabilities like add and dyslexia and yep. so they they are disadvantaged in the the i'm gonna say the real world where yeah where they're like among humans and try and take classes and stuff because it's not tailored for them but if you put a real human in camp half-blood they're not they're not, they're not going to succeed because they're not hardwired for combat or reading ancient greek yeah <laughs> it's interesting because it like brings up a point of like how does privilege even function like when the system just like doesn't like when it's not even relevant to the system because like if it's a because i don't even think i see tyson's privilege of being a child of the big three like maybe it's only prevalent in the fact that like poseidon happens to like claim his kids um but like otherwise like being a monster like that's it like i feel like there's no other sphere where it's like being a child of the big three makes me see, like makes you seem different in my eyes than like a monster just like a straight up monster because i feel like a lot of people just straight up see them the same way and there isn't that other way to look at it at least in this universe yeah. which is weird to me because i feel like in the real world there often is like there's always a community for something and like so, like value to draw from that but like no one sees value in like what tyson is yeah which is so sad <laughs> and Percy doesn't even in the beginning of this. Like, th- that, I think yeah. the, the entire journey of this book is them learning to see 
value in someone who's different than the rest of them, Um, which is great. Um, We love that. And I think it's interesting, like, where you were saying you're not sure where, like, big three privilege, like, would come from for him. I I, I think part of that is more like, oh, we're not going to fuck with him because, like, then Poseidon will be mad at us. You know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like when... That's legit. the, The rich gay kid isn't going to get bullied because his parents... yeah own the school but the poor gay kid is because there's no consequences yeah i just couldn't find that side that was like that prevented you know that was an advantage because it just really felt like the other one canceled it out so much but no that makes sense though yeah i mean that's the thing about privilege is very circumstantial yeah often yeah yep Any more privilege or is it time for sass moments? That was all my points. So I need to find my sass moment because I don't remember what page I was on. Oh, I have mine. I have mine too. Then go ahead. Mine is actually Dionysus, Mr. D. Oh. Wild choice, Mm -hmm. right? It's, um, as you young people say these days, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought that was very Ooh. funny. Yeah. I found mine. Do you mind, Ava? Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's Percy talking to Tantalus. And Tantalus says, I'll be watching you, Percy Jackson. I don't want any problems at my camp. And he responds with, your camp has problems already, sir. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir. No need to call me sir. Sir. Oh, so good. Um, mine is on page 50. It's, it's, it's Chiron. It's funny. Um, as soon as we saw him, Tyson froze. Pony, he cried in total rapture. Chiron turned, looking offended. I beg your pardon. (laughs) Oh my God. I love Tyson's fascination with horses. I know. And it makes even more sense because of who his dad. Right. And yeah. we, we see it with Chiron, and then we see it with with the um, the chicken ponies later. The chicken ponies. Uh, so good. So funny. Right. There's also something I just I have to say this. No, you there's go ahead. Oh, there's something on the next page. Um, it, it carries right through. Annabeth ran up and hugged him. Chiron, what's happening? You're not leaving. Her voice was shaky. Chiron was like a second father to her. Kyron was a first father to her. Where the really? <laughs> just had to draw the parallels there. Of course, I felt so seen. I was like, my dad, her dad. Wow, <laughs> look at that. Kyron just is is our dad. You're my dad. Boogie woogie woogie. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Offering time. Ooh. Ooh. My offering this week is going to be for Tyson. Because <laughs> Tyson just wants to be a good monster. And it's hard to be like an outsider when you, you don't really know what you're doing that's making people not like you, but you know that people don't like you. 
and like even your friend is mad at you but you're really just trying your hardest and so i love tyson (laughs) (laughs) so in conclusion i love tyson yeah do you want to go eva (laughs) i i'm having a week where it's like my offering is very subjective so you can go i just want to see what my options are my offering is a little interesting um it's also very topical because ava just brought up why i'm giving the offering and it's to annabeth because like just Chiron, like he really was like a second father to her and he she's obviously going through a lot these chapters it just made me very sad so yeah that's it yeah um which one of my shallow ways do i go with this i was hoping one of you would take one of my two you know it's Clarice and Chiron, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I really considered Clarice. I really I also, considered. I also considered Clarice. Okay, so then I'll, I considered Clarice, but her. I wanted to be original. <laughs> okay, well then I'll do her for the good of the group and also the good of myself. So, I my offering is for Clarice because a I would like to give her one, and b um, I think I don't know. There's this. There was this one line, and I'm not going to go find it right now, but. Um, it was where she was like arguing not yeah she stood up at dinner and she was like so but what are we gonna do to like save camp though and like everyone else was like uh like that's not relevant right now like and I feel like the Aries cabin like there's a culture of like getting shot down for saying things that aren't cool and like she's like the cool one or like it seemed that way and like she's actually standing up for what's right and I just think that arc is immaculate. Like, I think that development is amazing. And she was clearly very worried. Like she didn't just care about winning, which was really impressive. Um, because I feel like once you're competitive, it is hard to not be. (laughs) Um, so I just thought you could really see the development in this like set of chapters. It was cool. So. On that touching note, (laughs) who we getting the fuck out of here? I'm ready. Okay, Ava's ready. Who are you voting Tantalus, for? Tantalus, bye. He, <laughs> he reminds me of Donald Trump because he's literally like minding his own, like he's minding his own business. There's a, there's a line where it's like, he was just like chasing his own food and like every few minutes saying, everything's fine, everything's under control. Mar-a-Lago, COVID-19, anyone? Like, uh, anyway. He's yeah. out of there. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go. Mine was almost tantalous. But I'm actually going to vote Percy off of the island this week. I was thinking the exact same thing. Literally, why are you so mean to Tyson? Like, why are you so mean to Tyson? He's so True. mean to Tyson he out is. of nowhere due to his own self-confidence issues. And I wasn't having any of it. I was very upset by it. No, that's literally, like, I fully agree. I don't even know if anyone can be, like, I don't know anyone else who really did that bad this week. Yeah. I almost Annabeth for the same reasons. Annabeth's been mean from Tyson to my, Tyson for the start, though. Like, we've we've know, reprimanded we, her on that. I know. We all shut her down last week. So <laughs> I, I thought we would give her a break this week. Yeah. 
and Tantalus was bad, but like he he didn't do it. He wasn't the most active. Actually, the stuff he did at the end almost almost made him win. But um, just really reminded me of where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, ooh, I don't like that comparison because it's so you're like accurate. Yeah, I know. it like popped her right into my head, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> like, I needed to talk about it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we. All right, folks, that's all for this week. Join us and returning guest Divya Bhatia from the Activists in Progress podcast next Woo! week, where we will be talking about the theme of family in chapters seven and eight. I accept gifts from a stranger, and we board the Princess Andromeda. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We are at Return to Camp on every single platform. And we also have a Redbubble store, and as you heard many times already, a Patreon. So go check those out, too. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. Woo. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening.